Welcome back to PS We Have Orders and Military Spouse Podcast. Today, we are openly debating a topic that could put us in some hot water. Oops. So, hi, I'm Shannon. Hello, I'm Perry. So, how are you doing today, Perry? It's good. Work has been so exciting and spicy. I told Shannon earlier, I'm not going to put this out there now because it's, uh, it's, it's too not spicy. really worth talking. It's too spicy and it's not worth talking about. So, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Shannon? I mean, I could put out something that's, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say necessarily spicy, but a little spice in my life. Um, I officially put in my notice at work. I will be done working in May. And then from there, me and my husband have some plans. And then pretty much after that goes through, we're going to just start solely focusing on PCSing because we are getting out of here. So when when are you announcing where you're going? Um, are we still waiting for the official announcement? Still waiting to do the official announcement. Okay. Um, we okay. have to still talk to family and friends still. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave all of the people that listen that might not actually know already that where we're going to be going is going to be something very interesting, very different, but I have not pondered the proper way to do a nice, fun internet post, yeah. I guess. Yeah, if any of our listeners have an idea that they could give Shannon as to how to announce her PCSing, go yeah, ahead and write it. us out I'm not creative enough Instagram. for that anymore. I used to be. Now you're in grad school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, do you have any, like, happy housekeeping? My Sailor Moon tattoo has been started. It has not been finished just yet. There okay. is a little bit of a uh, of a scuffle on dates because my life is very hectic and so is this poor mm-hmm. artist. She, I know she works mm-hmm. very hard too. So once it is done, trust me, I will be posting pictures. But okay. the first half has healed. It looks quite beautiful. It is so vibrant, so colorful. It's basically Love like, that. I don't know, rainbow cuteness puked all over my arm. And I'm f- so vibing Perfect. with it. I love it. Perfect. Love that. Well, yeah, that's my positive take and also me quitting my job soon. <laughs> a whole lot less sure. stress. And I have promised myself, not only will I continue my reading of books because I have already have like four books down for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan on going to the beach as much as possible because even though I live on a subtropical island where I can drive any direction like 30 minutes, I'll hit a beach. Mm-hmm. I've only gone like less than 10 times the entire time being here because I've worked. Yeah, that, yeah. No, you gotta quit that job, and you gotta take advantage of it while you can. Yeah, for sure. So I plan on hiding at the beach and reading a lot. So what about yeah. you, Perry? What's what's going on with you? Any housekeeping? Um, I you know just work's been wild. I don't currently have any foster kittens, but they saw the note that uh, kittens are coming back in. It is kitten season, so they'll probably be coming back soon. Um, Dennis is a menace. He just pees all over the house. The thing is, is he's so much smarter than Murphy. Like, him at four months old is smarter than Murphy at two yeah. years old. Um, and that just makes me mad because he knows exactly where he's supposed to pee and poop, but it doesn't mean that's where he does. He does it out of spite. So, um, I'm not loving that at all. Um, but foster kitten soon. Yay. Hopefully he doesn't eat them. He's also still chasing the cats, even though he currently has a scab from a healing cat scratch on his snoot. Yeah. Who got the, him? Tubbs got uh, Tubbs. Yeah. Tubbs good got boy. really good. Yeah. Rue, I think because she was a kitten when Murphy was a puppy, she doesn't really defend herself against him. Like, he, she just kind of runs away and hides, which is not my favorite thing because she already yeah. is riddled with anxiety. So. Whatever. I don't know. My real housekeeping, though, uh, is for those of you that have been listening for a while, you know that this uh, season we did a deep dive on postpartum depression and postpartum psychosis. This is something that Shannon had done a lot of research on in her undergrad degree, and we thought it would be great to mention it. In that episode, we talked about the story of Andrea Yates, who drowned her children in a bathtub, and it was really bad. Uh, but I did just see an update recently about this and I sent it to Shannon and thought I would share it with you guys yeah. because you are all obviously very invested now. I'm just going to quote this directly from uh, people.com that since January, 2007, Yates has been at Kerrville state hospital, a mental facility in Kerrville, Texas. Although she is remanded to a mental facility more than 15 years ago, Yates can undergo a review every year to see if she's competent to leave the facility. Now that she's 57, Yates opts each year to waive her right to be reviewed. People confirms wow. that she has never on, undergone a review, choosing instead to continue treatment. Details of her treatment have not been released. 
Her defense attorney, George Parnum, keeps in contact with Yates and says that Yates is, quote unquote, happy in the facility. He goes on to say that she's where she wants to be. She's where she needs to be, Parnum told ABC News last year. I mean, hypothetically, where would she go? What would she do? So, like, that's really, like, oof. I mean, you gotta think about it it? this way. Like, Mm -hmm. if she were to be released what would she even be able to do at this point considering that like everyone knows who she is all you have to do is because like even like when you do go for jobs they flat out if they are seriously thinking about hiring or at least bringing you in for an interview they snoop on your on your socials and if not obviously how do you find socials you google them too yeah so it wouldn't be hard to type in her name and immediately see the crimes right exactly so i mean it's kind of one of those things like is she not, is she waving the review because she still wants to get the help or is she waving it because she has nowhere else to go, you know? It's just, I mean, I think it's really probably sad. for the better that she stays at this point. If she, if she feels and her attorney feels this mm-hmm. is the safest, like, when I say, I mean, the safest avenue for her, this could be deemed safe. It could not only be a safety for her, but also safety that could come right. in contact with her. Because right. maybe if she were to get out, she could have, this is all, this is all theoretical. This is all just thoughts right here. That if she were to even, like, let's say remarry, because there's going to be someone who's going to think she's cute, and I mean, they have kids, she obviously probably doesn't want to go down the exact same path she really went down. Well, she's 57, so I don't, I think the kids' window is probably closed. But there's yeah. an opportunity that she could possibly end up with these issues again, and also, yeah. maybe this is just honestly the safest, <laughs> safest bet for her, because maybe she just feels the safest in a controlled environment at this point. Right, because, I mean, part of it, too, was even before her, that she killed her kids. I mean, she was um, suicidal. So, yeah. I mean, safety for her, too. So, I don't know. I think it, I, I just wanted to put it out there that I think it's great, I guess, that she has the self-awareness of not just, like, I want to get out, you know, that she is where she needs to be. And, and I just want to give everyone a little update. So, with that being said, what is the NMR of the week, Shannon? Okay, so this is a Perry pick. There's been a lot of those recently. Yeah. Huh. What is something that makes you irrationally angry? There we go. Huh. So. Perry, you go first. I, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I know I put this down because something made me irrationally angry, but of course now I can't remember what it not. is. Of course That's how it always works. So, two things. One of them is stepping in water while wearing socks. Oh, because worse. typically I've already made it back downstairs and then I have to go all the way back upstairs to get new socks. I It like ruins my day. <laughs> and then the other one, I don't know if it's a rashly angry or pet peeve, but I'm going to drop it here anyway, is when people name their kids something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh my god. That's Like hysterical. don't take two names and put it together. Like Braxley Lee Janie. I'm like, that's a stupid name. Don't name your kid that. Or like when I, I saw it was like a dependent like group or whatever that it was like a little onesie says, Hi, my name is B-E-R-H-I-X Barracks, where I was conceived. Like, no, like that's stupid. Don't spell it. Uh, I would don't never spell it never. stupid. I would never name, name my kid stupid. after the place they were conceived. That's just so weird. Like, yeah. your kid's eventually going to ask you, why, Mommy, why'd you call me L.A.? Why'd yeah. you name me Los Angeles? <laughs> well, because, honey, that's where we went on our honeymoon and we made you there. That is not yeah, a conversation no. we want to have with our children. No. Like, no thank you, ma'am. Yeah. So, stupid kids names. I think I pet people more than irrationally angry, but the socks thing, definitely irrationally angry. Is a zero to ten real quick for you? Zero to ten so fast. Like, it ruins my day. <laughs> what about you, Shannon? I mean, I think the safest bet, and I can already tell one of the listeners who's a very close friend of mine, you know who I'm talking about. She knows who I'm talking about. She's probably going to say anything and everything. Okay, fair enough. Because <laughs> I am a hothead by, like, that's probably my top trades. I can be such a hothead at times. Um, so first thing that comes to mind is um, stupid people. I know that's a given. Great example. At work, I see a lot of fun moments where I'm just like, are we joking? Are we being serious? And, like, I could feel the bubbles in my brain just, like, bubbling up, like, real fast. Um, Probably stupid drivers. Stupid drivers make me real angry real fast, and it makes me want to scream out the window at you, like, real New England style. Oh, I got it. I got it. What was it? I got it. Pick it up. People that stop in roundabouts. 
Yeah, you're not supposed you, to do that. Once you are in the circle circle, you go you spinny spinny until you're done done. You don't just stop and yield for people trying to get in the circle circle. That, ooh, I'm already spicy about it. Yeah, that makes me mad. <laughs> the way you worded that, I'm just saying that's merch right there. The spinny spinny. <laughs> you don't go stoppy oh, stoppy in the spinny apparently spinny. Apparently, <laughs> we said, I don't even know, but my friend mentioned it to me. Apparently, in our last episode, we said, go to therapy nerds, and that was recommended <laughs> as something we should put on merch, <laughs> which just cracks me up, because we TM, said TM. it, and I edited it, and I listened to the episode, and I still don't remember I don't think that. I even caught that while listening through myself. All right, got yeah. it, Perry. TM, 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 that's ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go to therapy nerds. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can probably safely say a lot of things make me angry. Um... Here's a great one, as my little tricolor psycho sits next to me, is um, mm. whenever she decides to scream at me five minutes before the time she needs to be fed, and she, she just screams at me until I feed her. Yeah. Yeah. You it's see, she gets drama. real worked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Man. I feel like I could probably go on for days about things that make me angry, because okay. I'm just- We'll cut you off there. <laughs> yeah, just cut uh, me you off. You get stupid people, stupid drivers, and your cat screaming at you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. So, shareables. Perry, do you have anything fun this week? I do. So, it's, uh, well, at the time of this recording, it's an ongoing short series. It's true crime based. Mm -hmm. It's based off of a murder or two that actually took place um, kind of like on the other side of the major city I live next to. So, it was a really big deal around here. Um, Dateline did a. they get an episode on it, but like they were involved in it. Like the murderer brought them in on it. It's real what? weird. I'll so, have like, to watch it. It's, on, it's actually on my watch list. Yes. So Dateline did a like a podcast series on it. It's called The Thing About Pam. And then this uh, show has the Dateline like narrator kind of narrate yeah. a little bit. And then Renee Zellweger plays Pam in the thing about Pam. And, like, the prosthetics are amazing. The acting is amazing. You look at it and you're like, "Mm, that is a narcissist. Like, oh, it's good. It comes out every Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Oh, I got a new episode. Yes. (laughs) No, I'm going to watch tomorrow. That's brilliant. Yes. So, what about you? This is definitely a way lighthearted series compared to that there's no murder. It's a fun series. Like, it's it's very strange how funny it is. <laughs> I look forward to it. I've, I saw the trailer for it. It looked really good. Yeah. So, mine is the, um, is the Owl House. It is on Disney or Disney+. Plus. I think I came across it because other people in one of the groups I'm in on Facebook posted about it from another group. And it's mm-hmm. another show that is, it falls definitely under the LGBTQ-friendly okay. series. They actually have openly gay couples in it and it's it's meant to be more towards kids but it's nice because i like how a lot of lgbtq shows are nowadays they don't like try to push anything it's just like it's just oh yeah that person has two dads that's it nobody and that's it yeah it's a good way to norm like to normalize stuff like this without making it a thing you know yeah i don't know it's really really cute it is witchy it's spooky it has it's like disney version of spooky Okay. It, I don't know. I just, I love the show. It's something that, like, I started watching it, and then, like, Sean kind of peeked around and was like, ooh, what you watching? And I'm like, I'm not stopping my watch. I'll, I'll re-watch it with you. And we're currently watching through it right now. Season two, part two is coming out right now. It's currently airing. So I highly recommend to anyone who has not seen The Owl House, please watch it. Show some support, because Disney's trying to put the kibosh on it. Because why? Because Disney's cruel. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just really good. Animation's very, very good. Okay. It's a cartoon okay. parody. So I don't know if you watch it, but I'll encourage you to. I'll, it's an I'll easy scope watch. it out. No promises. I'll scope it out. You know how I am about cartoons. I but. know you are, but I feel like you would actually like it. It's very cute. Uh, it's way cartoons, more lighthearted though. than most things I watch. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cartoons, what are we talking about today, Sham? So this episode is definitely a good follow-up from the childless minority episode that we did. Mm-hmm. Back in season two, I believe. It was last year for sure. I think it was season one, actually. It might have been season one. I don't know. Season one or season two. My apologies. Things are kind (laughs) of squishing. Either way, it's from last year. We're doing kind of almost like a partial follow-up with this. Yeah. There's just more to say. So So, we're going to say it. 
yeah, we're just going to talk about it because it's something that we both can talk about because we don't have kids. And mm-hmm. actually, I feel like this kind of sparked from me and Perry just kind of having an off-camera conversation. I don't know. I just feel like it's this weird internal thought process of like, I'll be 30 this year. Do I really want to have kids? Like some days I really think about like, oh, this actually might not be a bad idea. And then there's other days when I see that one child throwing a total, total fit at the commissary, like just full blown, ugly screaming and crying. And the mother's just staring at it like, I just want to get bread. Mm -hmm. Why are you screaming at me over something that you won't even like? Yeah. Like it's like holding like, I don't know, a bag of rice and it's just screaming like, ah, and you're just like put it down please and they're just like ah and you're just like what am i supposed to do and i'm like those are the moments i look at the mothers and i'm just like hats off my hat goes off to you and then i'm just like Absolutely. i don't know if i want to do that i know moms are the real mvps because they really are man. like Total how respect. do you do this without losing your mind yeah, oh you talk to some of them might tell you they lost their they lost their minds a long time ago that's what my mom used to say yeah i mean for me like i always thought i was gonna want kids you know when will and i got married that was kind of like the you know, great. We knew we were going to go to Germany, and then we, you know, it's kind of agreed upon, like, oh, we do three years in Germany, and then we're yeah. going to get back to the States, and we're going to have a kid. Yep. Um. So it's kind of like a three-year plan, I guess you could say. Yeah. And then every year, I'd be like, okay, well, in three years. And then another yep. year would go by, I'd say, in three years. And then another year would go by, and now we've been married, it'll be nine years yep. this year, and I think I want them less now than I ever did before. I find and I'm saying in the exact same boat. Yeah, it's like you think you're gonna hit these milestones and like be ready. Like financially, we're finally stable that we could afford a kid because this is more expensive. But it's like I don't want that responsibility. Like I want to focus on my career. Yeah. I don't want to be focusing on on children. And and I I don't know. But at the same time, like I also feel like I'm more hyped about my friends that do want kids when yeah. they finally do conceive or yeah. whatever and they have the kids. Like, I feel like I'm more, like, hyped and excited for them. But at the same time, I don't want that. So, I don't know. It's just been, like, a really strange It's a bag thing. of mixed emotions. For sure. Again, yeah, like, I, I'm not 30 this year. I'll be 30 next year. But then again, my, I think to myself, like, okay, my mom didn't have my brother until she was, like, 33. And she was 38 when I was born. So, yeah. to me, I still feel like I have eight years um but you know you don't know you just don't know if that's the case so it's always wild because it's like then you kind of like for women it's really it's like you kind of hit these weird milestones in age where people start looking at you like are you gonna have kids like you're getting old Mm -hmm. like people almost make it seem like after 30 you're just too old for it or you're gonna be too i always hear the oh if you wait too long you're just gonna be too tired oh you're not gonna have enough energy for them and i'm like but i mean i believe that i have have energy energy right now right like honestly like okay if you want to talk energy wise i should have had a baby at 18 because yeah. i had a lot of energy when i was 18 like 28 yeah, now and when i worked a lot and i had i slept like four hours and i was fine yeah yeah now i just thought of that i can't but like mentally and like emotionally and like mature level like i was not ready to have a kid at 18 i don't no. think i'm ready to i'm not there at 28 yeah it's kind of hard it's definitely one of those things where it's like some days I really like the idea of it, and the other days I'm like, I don't know, because, like, when we first got married, we were, like, we were, I, I don't know, I was 20 when we got married, and he yeah. was 21, he was like, oh, let's have a baby soon, and I just kind of looked, I'm like, well, think about it, let's, let's think about this, and then, like, <laughs> we were like, oh, let's look, like, look, like, let's think about 25, and then, like, 25 passed, and I was like, yeah, let's, let's wait till we get closer to 30, 30, and we'll think about it, and, like, I'll be 30 this year, and I'm just like, I don't know if it's gonna happen, like, there's some days that, like, we really like the idea of it, and then there's other days I'm like, I also like the fact that if I want to go out with my friends, I can go out with my friends and not worry about coming home to possibly waking up my kid or if not dealing with a really hyped child at seven o'clock in the morning and I'm hungover. Right. And the other thing is like, I know, I know, because I know who I am as a person. If I had a kid, I would be like 100% in. Yeah. Like, I just think about, like, how I treat, like, my friends and I treat, like, my dog. You know, if I had a kid, it would have everything it's ever wanted. I'd be yep. obsessed with it. I would take pictures of it every single day and spam it across all social media. Like, that's who I would be. And I know I could do that. And, like, I know I, I would be a good mom. Yeah. Assuming it didn't have any, like, you know, genetic things going on that would make it a psychopath. Um I just don't want to. I just don't want to be that good at something. <laughs> You're like, I don't know if I want to really embark on that trail yet. 
Yeah, exactly. And it is expensive. It's yeah, so actually, expensive. that's the first part we're just going to cover is yeah. the cost. Because, like, I know that's kind of, like, where we try to look at things in a rational aspect of, like, what is honestly the cost of... Excuse me, I have hiccups now. Of course. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, You're of course, fired. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Good night, guys. <laughs> um, is obviously try to look at this from, like, a more, like... I guess not neutral, but more of a like a black and white scientific way of this of yeah. how much does it honestly cost to have a kid? Granted, we're kind of lucky in the military. The military kind of covers a little bit of this, but we're just going to cover this in a general sense. So this definitely applies to people that are non-military. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to touch on like the average American prices of these things. Obviously, things are going to vary from location. Mm-hmm. And also right. varying in your, what you have for insurance. Because obviously not everybody has the cream of the crop TRICARE type of coverage. Right, right. And so, also just to say, I know we have a lot of listeners not in the U.S. I don't know it's because of its military spouses stationed outside the U.S. Um, but for any of our non-American listeners, it is as bad as this sounds. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I hope you have great yeah. healthcare where you are. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you are If you are not used to hearing about like numbers when it comes to like medical coverage the u.s has made medical care a business and it's just something actually we're gonna go back to the nmr there we go that is what makes me angry zero to ten right there is how <laughs> outrageous medical care is and how it's basically a business mm-hmm. i would even go as far as say maybe it's a pyramid scheme who knows because it's only the people at the top that are making money at this point I know, and everyone's going to pay for it. It's outrageous. All it's right. unbelievable. Sorry, it's just a little side You're tangent. Good. So, Perry, I'm going to let you do your thing and talk numbers, because you do very good at, jo- at that. That's I literally so your job. <laughs> it's literally my job. Okay, so we're going to talk about budgeting a baby, or a start at mm, birth. This is even prenatal care. Uh, that can be its own beast, but we're starting with the baby. We're starting at birth, okay? So, in the USA, on average, again, varies by state, but it's between $5,000 and $11,000. So, basically I mean, I would say. Basically a car. That's like a nice, like, Honda Accord right there. Like a Nissan Altima. Yeah, that, that my Scion XD was like ten grand right there. And that's just if you have, like, a vaginal birth, right? Like, yes, that's, like that's a just normal, a standard, non-complication. Went everything yeah. went well. You didn't need additional assistance because... I put a, there will be additional resources that actually go into how that can basically skyrocket things the minute you have complications, which obviously we all know Murphy's Law, nothing's ever going to go smoothly. Right, exactly. Yeah, and then a C section, uh, you're looking at the low range is $7,500 to $14,500. So, I mean, that is a lot more. Yeah. That's like 150% right there. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's not even considered like, the aftercare and your follow-up appointments and then you can't work by any means if you have a c-section because you can't even stand up and hold a baby afterwards for sure um and obviously some some of us we have insurance that's going to cover all of it it's going to be insurance that covers part of it but you know it's like not having insurance is like gonna stop you from that baby coming out no. so these are just like realistic costs that you're gonna have to expect to see um so after the baby comes out Let's talk about diapers because I know moms and they say it's amazing how quickly they go through diapers. I never yep. thought about how much that really costs. Um, but it's about, according to Investopedia, which doesn't seem very maternal, but according to them, they say about $75 a month on diapers. You should generally I would not budget be surprised. for that. Budget for I feel that. Like I would not be surprised more. if it were more. Yeah. Um, unless you do like cloth diapers, but then you're touching human feces and I don't want to do that. I don't want that in my washer. <laughs> Um, but as we call diapers, food and clothing, you're supposed to budget about $50 each month for a baby. Like that's um, a baby, remind you. Like, like an infant. Star. Yeah. Asterisk yes. thing. That is yes. for an infant. And then as when they start doing their growth spurts and eating hard foods, I mean, like solid foods, not hard foods, eating solid foods, <laughs> that's going to go up so high, especially if you have more than one kid. And then the biggest one that I hear most of my friends complain about is childcare. So, Shannon, you have a number here from CNBC.com that yeah. says on average you're looking at $8,355 a year on childcare for each kid. Monthly is around $750, and summer programs can cost $384. Now, 
just from this area, which does have a fairly low cost of living, yeah. I know they spend closer to nine hundred to a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, it's essentially paying for rent for your yeah. kid. Like your kid has their own rent, so I would say eight thousand to twelve thousand would be normal. Yeah. And then places with like maybe like New York City or like L.A. or something like it's that, probably triple I would. That. I would assume it's going to be a lot more than that. <sighs> Man. So, but don't worry, though. Your baby's probably eating those uh, organic snacks, though, there. That's true. You're if you don't have to snacks. provide them. Gotta get them And actually, snacks. I totally, yeah. this just random thought right here. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were in Germany, a lot of parents put their kids in the children's garden, which is basically child, day- child daycare and, yeah. like, pre-K stuff. And I remember a lot of them saying it was like, 50 bucks a day or is 50 bucks a week depending on if they stayed there after food like basically if they picked them up before lunchtime it was cheaper but if they kept them there afternoon i think it was 50 dollars um 50 dollars a day because that includes their meal i don't know it's i just remember it being so much cheaper than it is in the states and that's what a lot of them were like of course i'm gonna put my kid in the off-base daycare when it's three times cheaper and they mm-hmm. get more out of it yeah, so I, I think if you only did a half day, it was even cheaper than that. Yeah, I remember it being well, like really – I think maybe it was $50 for like the full day including meal. Maybe. I could be totally yeah. wrong. It was – yeah, it was definitely cheaper. And then they all had these little children with German accents. That was very cute. Oh, it's so beautiful. But yeah, so uh, start to finish though, um, on average, I'm guessing this is also from CNBC.com, is that the rough average cost to raise a child is about $300,000. From ages birth to 18, which does not take into consideration college or anything like that after nope. that. That's just like, I think that's like bare minimum average yes. price to raise a child. That's probably not including if your child has any crazy medical issues. That's mm-hmm. not including if your child has special needs. That's mm-hmm. not including if you send them to private school or not. Like, right. that's, there's so many different variants that people, you have to put in, put into getting this yeah. so like when i was looking up for this information it was very hard to get like a overall loose number yeah because a lot of sources are going to give you different information this is just like well, the yes. rough thought yeah. of how much it costs yeah. and i don't know about you shannon but when i think of like three hundred thousand dollars that's a lot of money that sounds like a house i'm looking at yeah like that's I mean, a house. This housing market, I don't know, but <laughs> not in this housing market. Like two years ago, this housing market, I could easily buy a house for that price. Yeah, or like a lot of manicures, you know. So it's just it's, you got to think about that because there's this thing, and um, I think it's just business accounting or whatever, but it's called opportunity cost. So when you think of the cost of something, it's not even the amount of money you're spending on it, but it's the amount of money that you're not spending on something else. So your cost is $300,000 and your opportunity cost is $300,000. So what could you be spending that money on should you not be spending it on a child? So on a house. That's just something, yeah, a house. <laughs> Which, in this housing market, you need that money. Like, oh, honestly, boy. like, like, right now, it's just one of those things. Like, on occasion, like, I'll randomly just peek on, like, Zulu, of course. Or Z- whatever it is. Zillow. Zulu, yeah. And I'll look on just to see, like, what does the housing market look like in certain areas? Like, especially, like, if, like, Sean oh, yeah. ever gets out of the military. Where, it, what areas we want to settle down. Like, what are the housing markets in, like, New England and all that. And, like, that has been, like, our general price range. And I'm just like, that's insane knowing that's the average price to raise a child. I'm like, mm-hmm. That's basically the cost of, like, what I put down, like, what I'd want to look at around for a house for pricing. Mm-hmm. So that's insane to me. I yeah. don't know. When I saw the number, I gagged a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so. like I kind of brought up earlier, like, why are we even talking about the cost of babies? It's just, mm-hmm. with, mil- with military insurance, like, aka TRICARE, that covers mm-hmm. birth in the basic medical needs. That does not include like you have to keep in mind like with the military with tricare if you want a specialist or stuff like that you can sometimes get a referral that will i believe covered or if not cover portions of it i know stateside is very different than coverage for overseas so that also is going to change too like especially if your child has special needs your child's going to need a lot more care child's going to need different medication like that is all stuff that has to come into play for stuff like this the things that you have to keep in mind kind of talked about in our previous episode about like kind of like the social pressures and looking into having children 
And, like, obviously, when you're trying to make an educated, like, decision on something, you should look at all sides of it, including the cost. I know that's very robotic way, I think, to look at it. It's very black and white, but it's a thing to keep in mind. So. Sure. Big, big, just keep that in mind. So, another thing I kind of want to touch on is that there are different ways to save money when it comes to having kids. And there is a really good article that will be posted below that actually shows that included the numbers with like budgeting for like $50 a month, like like $50 a month for food and clothing when they're babies. Mm-hmm. That one also included lots of other things to for like other ways to save, where to kind of cut costs. Like some people, obviously, when you get pregnant, you want to have the cutest nursery ever that's like a Pinterest special. Right. But right, obviously- all of that stuff is a couple of hundred dollars. Like, I've had quite a few friends that have had babies over the last recent couple of years. You know, this, you know, the big, big, I feel like it was almost like a small baby boom. And. Yeah, when I had 17 friends that were pregnant all at once. Yeah, exactly. That was 2018. That was a weird year for me. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, like, you know, I've looked at baby registries and like the prices of all these things. And I'm like, wow, a stroller, a stroller goes for a couple hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that they did suggest under that is to way to save money Mm -hmm. is to A, get hand-me-downs. Absolutely. Get stuff secondhand. Stuff that can be secondhand. Obviously, do not get car seats secondhand. Please don't do that because I did not know this until a couple years ago because, like I said, I don't have kids. I don't babysit either. So I don't know the Mm -hmm. ins and outs of keeping a small human alive, let alone driving a small human around, is that car seats expire. They do. I never and knew that. And also, if it got, if it's in a car accident, you have to throw it away. You have to throw it, it out. Yep. The integrity. So if you get secondhand, like, okay, why are they getting rid of it? Is it because probably it was in a car, probably accident? car accident? So yeah. do not buy car seats secondhand. But like mm-hmm. cribs, you can get secondhand. You could. Sure. Um, one thing that my mom's told me many many years ago was if you were ever looking at having a baby, buy a crib that can turn into a full size bed. Right. Because so then you don't have to buy. Exactly. So you don't have to buy multiple multiple pieces of furniture. You just get one and you use it over the next five plus years or whatever. Yeah. So that kind of goes into other ways to save money. This is something I have heard about was get WIC. Especially Mm -hmm. in the military. You can have it while you're pregnant. You can have it through, I don't know how long you have it up until before it gets cut off. But it's something that is something you can use. So apply for it. Worst case scenario, you get told you make too much. And if that's the case... Then you move on to the next thing, you know, but if you can get it, get it. But another pet peeve, though, to all the people that have WIC, stop buying 10 gallons of milk if you're not going to use it. Because you make <laughs> it so that nobody else get the milk. And it's unfair. No, children go through a lot of milk. We went through like four gallons of milk a week in my but house. But there's, there's so many times that I will see on like the Facebook pages here that are like, hey, I used up all my WIC and I bought like 20 gallons of milk. Does anyone want any milk for free? It doesn't go bad for like another week or two. And I'm just like... Why'd you buy that much? Just get what you need. Like, obviously, yeah, I don't understand weird. the inner workings of Wix. So, like, someone in the who, someone whose mom can verbally slap me down later in my DMs or something. But I think it's because it's use it or lose it. It's definitely. I think that's I'm what it is too, sure. and I think that's how a lot of people see it, use or lose it. So they just don't do an episode friends. on Wix at some point. I'd be interested to know more about it. Yeah, but please don't. I mean, if you want to verbally slap me down, that's fine. I don't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just learning, man. Um, yeah. Another really fun thing is that. Obviously, when you go to file taxes, there are different credits that are associated for children. And one of them is related to child care. So there's a child care credit. And this looks like this is more recent uh, for under the age of 13 or disabled, so a child that has disabilities of some extent. Um, you can get a tax credit of up to 35, 35% qualifying for expenses of 3000 for, I think, $3,000 for one child or dependent. Or up to six thousand dollars, so I think it's a minimum of three thousand upwards of six thousand mm-hmm. for oh, and then then for two children it's six thousand mm-hmm. or dependents for the tax year of twenty twenty, and under the American re- uh, Resource Plan, uh, the credit for ch- child care has been increased for the tax tax year of twenty twenty one for only the taxes that are filed in twenty twenty two. So this year. So if you want to look more into this, we will have a link below for TurboTax. Obviously, we're posting this in April, so a lot of people have already working on their taxes. So sorry about that. 
I would not be surprised if they're increasing it this year. I would not be surprised if they increase it the following up years. Because a lot of this stuff is just going up in price. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's definitely worth looking into because those kids are expensive and it doesn't matter if COVID hit you hard. <laughs> the cost of a kid doesn't go down for some reason. Even no, if you, it just continues uh, if your to go income up. goes down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I think it, I mean, you make a really good point, Shannon, that, you know, we, I feel like we think, oh my gosh, like kids are expensive, but there are definitely ways to mediate that um, for sure. And I think that within the military spouse community as well, we're really good about sharing resources. Like you were saying, you can get things secondhand. I feel like most of the times on my current basis page, we have free Friday and people will post free stuff. And, you know, there's always like a bunch of clothes and cribs and stuff like that. So you know, yeah, I think we do support each other as much as we can. It's hard because oh. it's not it's not cheap. And the thing is, like, if you break down the how much like military members make, it's yeah. not that much. After yeah, like I know you much. get more if you have more dependents, right? But that doesn't yeah. really that's not that doesn't. But you also keep mind like how much more are you really going to make compared to how many mouths are you going to be feeding? Right. Exactly. It's not like, a big difference. Yeah. But Shannon, I um, when we were talking about doing another military spouse without kids topic. I thought I would be remiss if I didn't reach out to our favorite Facebook page, Military Spouses Without Kids. Now, 2.0. I thought it would be important to not only incorporate our own personal feelings and testimonies about our decision of having kids slash not having kids, but also I reached out and I actually had a lot of women respond to me and and offer up their thoughts on it yeah so um i got so many i'm not going to be able to include them all especially with the time that we have left today um but i did feel like some of them did need to say word for word and then there's some i just kind of shortened um for the sake of time yep paraphrased so well i'm not even paraphrased i just like took out some sentences uh so i the question i put out to them as i asked why they've chosen not to have kids um, and by the way, almost all of them said finances, which is like the biggest topic we really covered today. I also asked if they were childless versus child-free. Childless meaning you're not not trying to conceive. So, you know, you do want children. It just hasn't happened for you yet necessarily. And then child-free is when you don't have children because you're choosing not to have children. And to specify that doesn't – once you're child-free, that doesn't mean you're child-free for life. It just means – currently you're not trying to have children so that's that that can change you can change your mind like right now i'm child free but next month if i decide i want to have babies then i just slide in the child list uh oh by the way totally on topic i went to the gynecologist last week and i found out that my morena is good for seven years instead of five that's nice i was fully prepared to be in a lot of pain this last weekend and i wasn't because i didn't have to get changed out so 2024. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Um, <laughs> so da, 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 da. so I asked them why, if they, uh, why they chose not to have kids, if they're childless versus child-free. And um, has there been any time that they've gotten really insensitive comments from others? So huh. I've had- I, I know <laughs> I've gotten some really nasty comments. And one of them was, oh, I thought you hated children. Yeah. No, ma'am. Um, I just hate yours. That's probably, I, I'm pretty sure that's probably my response. Yeah. I, just to put that out there, my mom has told my dad he's not allowed to comment on it anymore. Uh, after this last Olympics, when my cousin was in the Olympics, he like made a comment about, I can't remember what it was verbatim. Hope he doesn't get mad, but whatever. It's my life. I can share it. He made a comment. He was like, wow, like this family. DNA is so good. I wish my daughter would have a child so that they could be an Olympian. Which I was like, first of all, I was like, are you mad that your child did become an Olympian and I'm not an Olympian? Or is it the dig at me for not having an Olympian? Either way, I feel like it's a lot put on me. There's very successful. Yeah, that's very, like, that's a weird, (laughs) weird comment. That's like, that's that moment you kind of turn and be like, I don't know where that was insulting, but it was insulting somewhere in there. Yeah, it probably wasn't meant to be, but it didn't come he out right. back into compliments. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, put that Carry out on. there. We know about insensitive. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this first testimony, I'm not going to put any names. Some of them no specifically names. said no names, and some of them didn't. And I'm just going to, you know, for the sake of everybody, we're just going to have to names. So, testimony number one. This person said, 
We decided to be child-free, then opted to have kids, which never happened, so our position changed to childless, but that was a few years back, and our current state is child-free, so they just physically, I mean, it never happened, and they were totally fine with it. Um, she went on to say that the culturally engineered process of children is what constitutes a family needs to be changed. It is so distorted that having children is what defines the parameters of a family. I am more than content with it just being me and my husband. We are a family. He is my family. And it took me a long time to recognize not to discount the blessings in my life just because we don't have children. Children are not the only blessing. They are a blessing, but there are way more blessings than just them. Which like. Could not have said better. That's... Could not have said better. Wow. Yeah. I got shivers yeah. from that. Right? Because that's so true. But like children are a blessing. You're going to love them. But it's like, am I not enough? No. Am I not enough of a human being? Like, am I no longer a good woman or wife because I didn't have kids? Like, Nope. We're just going back to the handmade Tale style life. Yeah, right? Everyone must have babies. God, Lord. All right. So testimony <laughs> number two. Uh, she says child free because I'm still working on my mental health at 32 and choosing to end generational trauma. My brother 34 is doing the same. We experience too much from our family to bring more children into the picture. Most cringe thing that somebody said to me was that I should just have them and change the cycle myself. In the same conversation where I tried to explain that I wasn't mentally stable enough to care for a child and that no one is perfect when they start a family, but maybe the child can change you for the better. She says, no, that is not a child's job. It is one of the reasons why I think my brother and I were brought into this world so that we could change the circumstances of our family. We didn't. And instead, it effed us up. Do not assume having children will fix who you currently are. Wow. That kind of made me mad. Right? And I think I think she's right. I, mean, I don't know anything about her family, but I think she's right. Like, that's when they, you know, those save the marriage babies. Yes. And it's like, hey, we're going to end the trauma by just creating more children, but we're not going to work on ourselves. Or we're not going to go to therapy. We're not going to do the things we're going to end the cycle. And then we're going to shame those children because they don't want to repeat. Like, I feel like parents take that, like, very offensively. And it's like, no, it just, I'm just not trying to put somebody through what I went through. That's just, I feel like that's actually more selfless choosing not to bring a child into an unstable environment than being yes. selfish Yeah, and hoping people- that your child will quote unquote fix you. Your child did not make that, did not, was not part of the consenting party to say, no hey, let's do there. this. You right. brought them in against their cho, like them choosing their choice. this. Yeah. And it's very frustrating because- as someone who studies mental health and has seen so many people try to do, like, let's save the marriage by having a baby situation, like, in the military, I hate to say CC quite frequently, mm-hmm. and it just makes me angry because that child did not ask to come into the situation. This child did not go, hey, um, I heard you and mommy and daddy don't get along very well. Bring me into the world. I'm going to make it three times easier when I'm screaming at three o'clock in the morning and you're not sleeping, you know, because that's really going to help trauma bond us all together. No, that's not how that works. That's yeah, not how you absolutely. fix a marriage. Do you know? Do you know what fixes a marriage? Therapy. Go to therapy, nerd. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. go to absolutely. therapy. And if therapy can't fix your marriage, I hate to be the person to say it. Maybe your marriage was not meant to be a marriage. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you make a good point though when you said that it's not selfish not to have children. No, like as someone like, who what? like, as all due respect, and this is probably going to be me, maybe TMIing a little bit here. My mom did a lot. Like, she worked very, very hard for me and my brother. I did not grow up in the best environment, but my mom did her best to put us in the most safe environment possible. Absolutely. But I did grow up with, you know, one of my parents, not my mother, who was abusive to me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now as an adult, I can say, I do not want this person in my life. I'm going to draw the boundary line of saying they are no longer welcome in my life due to knowing how they treated myself and my brother, who can't fight back. Mm -hmm. So now as an adult, why would I want to put this person around my child if I have a child? That's just, to me, not making sense. You know, like, I don't know. I just, a lot of it has to come down to like, just use your brain. (laughs) Use your brain a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's just... Using your brain. This next person, I love her. She had like a bullet pointed list. I was like, mm, are you Ooh, an I accountant? Mm, I can see this. Do you want to send me an Excel file? <laughs> uh, but I, I actually just 
skip to the last two because, uh, you know, she said a lot of what a lot of other people said. It was finances, not feeling mature enough. Um, But what I loved, what she said, and this is pretty military specific, I would say. Um, She says that she is childless because of many reasons. So she maybe would like a child. But she said, not having family nearby is a big factor. But that means I won't have any help. No hand-me-down stuff, no watching over the kids, no help in the first weeks as a mother. My husband's great, but the military can have him gone at any time, so I can't rely on him being physically there to help me. So I have to be prepared on all responsibilities solely on me. And she says, two, well, five, but two for the sake of this. Uh, Babysitters are expensive. So do I choose to stay home and lose income in the career and have my whole paycheck or have my whole paycheck gone for childcare? My parents say... When we had you, we didn't look at money as a factor, but honestly, life is expensive, especially when you have no family nearby to to give a hand in small ways, which, yeah, I think about that too. I see my friend back home that has a baby. She lives like down the block from her parents and it like works out beautifully. And you know what? She's still tired. She's still overwhelmed. Yeah. And she has all this help. And I know so many amazing mothers that go through deployments and TDYs and PCSs and they're still amazing mothers, but they do have to take on that extra responsibility that people that never leave their hometown never have to really think about. Yeah. Like for all, like I always joke saying like, I feel like Murphy's law in my life is that if we were to have a kid, my luck he'll deploy then or he'll be TDY and he won't have to deal with me being a total psycho. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think we would try. (laughs) <laughs> I think you'd be like, okay, I need to go somewhere for nine months, um, and then maybe be back for like a day, and then like maybe then go maybe again for another nine months. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. What he would say, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, testimony number four. Uh, this one, this one hurt my heart a little bit. Uh, I consider myself both childless. I cannot have children and child-free because even though I cannot have biological children, I could have adopted slash fostered if I truly. My immediate family never made. Oh, you'll change your mind comments. That's nice. There are two reasons why I do not want children. One reason is for my partner. We both just have no desire to actually be put to actually put in the effort to raise a child at the expense of our own freedom. And my second reason, and it's a strong one, I have a significant fear of bringing into the world a psychopath slash sociopath, which I think about. I don't think I could live with myself if a kid I made ended up being like that, like the absolute worst of humanity. Wow. Um, Good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The most insensitive thing someone has ever said was probably that there is no way I could ever be happy without a child and that I would die alone and no one to take care of me. Um, hello, assisted slash independent living where people are actually paid to do that job. Telling someone that you will die alone is so ignorant and insensitive. Children are not a retirement plan. I've been talking with my parents about this because I don't think I would be a good caregiver and the event is needed. And my mom would flat out said once that she wouldn't want that either. She has had my grandfather living with her for over 11 years since my grandmother passed. And that's a lot. She feels trapped sometimes because her brothers are of zero help. Thank goodness my sister is there. It is an epically unfair burden to expect your children to care for you because you didn't make a plan. I have never understood why so many parent-centric people are fascinated by child-free people's people's reproductive systems. It's super creepy. (laughs) Heavy hitter, that one. Yeah, like, the thing is, though, I don't, yet again, I don't disagree with her either. Because, like, yet again, like, this kind of goes back to, like, my comment. Your child is not, like... I just don't, your child shouldn't be the one you should expect to take care of you. And like, I will actually say though, I got a very similar comment about Mm -hmm. how I will, I I can never find true happiness without having a child. And this came from someone who I still have respect for. And I think, I think the, when she, the way she said it was in a way that she wanted to originally phrase it, if that makes sense. Like the wording came out wrong Mm -hmm. because I made a comment saying like, almost like, not like that was lost in my life at that time, but I was just like trying to figure what was my next step basically. Mm -hmm. And her comment was like, well, have you thought about having a kid? I'm like, why would I want to have a kid when I'm mentally lost right now? Like, I don't know what my next step is. Yeah. And she's like, well, my kids were my kids were kind of what, like, helped straighten me out and, like, help, you know, bring my things together. And I was just like, that was not a good answer for me. Like, just have a baby. Yeah. That's not a solid answer to fix And I'm your sure that did work for her because, I mean, they do force you to grow up and make decisions to be consistent. Or you um, become a terrible parent. Y- you know, that could happen. That could not happen, but that could happen for sure. 
So, um, okay, this this next one's pretty short and fun. Uh, she says, for me, I'm child free because not having children does not make me any less, which I did like her take on that. She said, and yes, I am lucky that I get to choose to be child free. I have known since I was roughly 16 that I never wanted to have my own children. Unfortunately, I was told for around 20 years that I would change my mind when I met the right man, when I was financially stable, when I was happy with myself, when I figured children are greater than the career, and when I was healthy. Healthy. She has the caveat that I was quite overweight, but no actual health concerns. So just, you don't want children after you're not overweight, which is fat phobia, whatever. Yeah. Uh and then she also to go on, and when I realized it was the only thing that would make a woman whole. The fact that people are telling her that, oh, well, you're just preoccupied and you're going to change your mind and that you're not a real woman until you have a child. Yeah. That sounds like you need to talk to different people. But it, but if you notice, though, this is a very common issue though is that like i feel like after especially like when you get married you've hit peak like everyone suddenly wants to be next to your bedroom all the time going when you're having a baby when you're having a baby when you're having a baby and it's like like someone said in a previous comment it's just creepy why does it matter to you if i want to have a child i will if i choose not to yeah i will choose not to it's none of your business okay this next one broke my heart and uh at the same time i continued to talk to this person a little bit after she sent me all of this she sent me a private message and it sounds like you know as much as this was like like a little heartbreaking it sounds like she's like absolutely in the best place that she could be and and that, that was really good so i think she's doing well i hope you're doing well all right this starts out my husband and i have been together for seven years married for one the original plan was to wait till marriage to have kids since it was easier with insurance and PCSing, etc. Then we got orders. PCSing took a toll on us financially as it took me a bit to find a job. In the process with his orders being delayed several times, I did not have the chance or the thought to even get my birth control filled and ran out. As it happens, I could apparently get pregnant very easily off birth control. However, we made the decision that we were not ready, mainly due to finances, to not have a child and got an abortion, which in itself is not cheap. We are also dealing with a problem tenant as we were forced to rent out our house while we PCS'd since we had just bought it. So twofold financially from moving and having a tenant who does not pay rent. This combined with low income due to where we are, uh, to where we moved, and we have not been able to recoup financially where we feel we can have a child. I did ask spouses how they would prepare for an unexpected child, and a lot of it was just have multiple jobs and basically don't enjoy yourself so you can pinch every single penny. It seems unfair to both me and a child to not be able to afford them or sacrifice everything that I may have when I'm not ready. I'm not religious, but we moved to an area where quite a few of the locals are. There are some protesters outside. Oh, there are some protesters outside of the Planned Parenthood clinic, and many of my coworkers voice their opinions on abortion. So, needless to say, no one knows, nor is it their business. So, I am child-free by choice at the moment. But once we are financially stable, we will have kids, as there are many w- women's concerns. But the clock is ticking. So to say I am hoping we do not have to wait much longer, as after the abortion, I became emotionally attached to the idea of having children, more so than before, where it was just a thought about it in the future. I also never wished to be the couple that had kids at 22, just after marriage, and not get to experience adult life on my own. Then she moves on to her friend. I have a friend as well for, uh, from my new base. She went through a miscarriage and became depressed, so she is childless due to medical reasons, though. She did want children. Her husband had a job at him without the other person knowing as they made a joke about him not having kids. This was a young man, airman, making a casual sexual joke about not being able to get it in the hole or something along that nature. A joke many people make, but it did hurt him nevertheless due to his situation. I hope this helps your podcast to show a different side. I know many of the people in this group are child-free by choice as they do not want children. However, I joined to get the support until I do. Oh, honey. That's super heavy. Like, so to the person who sent this in, to Perry, thank you. This this is a different perspective that most people never talk about openly. Yeah. 
Like, I know other people that have been in that situation. And some of them are, like, 50 now. And they're just now able to talk about it. And, I mean, it happens. Again, it's so taboo. But, I like, the amount of responsibility she took on. Yeah. Wow. I just... That just kind of makes me sad for her because she probably feels like she's a hot, like she mentioned, she's had to keep it pretty hush hush. And that just mm-hmm. makes me so mad. Like that kind of brings it to like even like what's currently happening in the South where they're putting mm-hmm. a lot of laws in place against the stuff. And I'm just making a general guess if she said that where she is is probably religious, wouldn't be surprising if it's not that far from that Bible, Bible, Bible Belt area. Mm-hmm. And it makes me just really mad because – this was a decision on something that I'm guessing her and her spouse sat down and had a conversation going, we cannot do this right now. And I think that mm-hmm. was probably the best choice they could make for themselves. Yeah. And I feel I, like I, I support. A lot. Yeah. I, I support the person who had to make that decision. Why? Because it is mm-hmm. a decision they had to make. Kudos to you. Thank you for opening up to us. And yeah. like, just wow. Like my hat goes off to you. Like I just. Absolutely. And I hope that when you guys are ready, you have the cutest children and the most well-behaved children you've ever seen in your lives. So <laughs> I wish you nothing but the best in the I, future. Yeah, I sure. wish you nothing but the best and I hope you can sleep through the night. <laughs> yes. All right. I do want to close this out with one like more lighthearted one because that was really heavy. This person, she's funny. She just says, the most common stupid things. One, you'd make such a good mother. To which I now always respond with, bet I make a good drug addict too. <laughs> what and then then she also gets well maybe you just need to meet the right person to which says bit i am happily married so you're either suggesting my husband isn't good enough or is it capable which of these allegations should i address first i want to be the friend of this person this they sound brilliant i love these responses this is amazing (laughs) i'd make a good drug addict too let's put that on a shirt by that logic, I'll make a great drug addict. A therapy nerd, I'll make a good drug addict too. Oh my god. All these great merch ideas. Check us out. Maybe next year we might have a mer- merch oh store. Who gosh. knows? This seems like a lot of effort. We'll see. We'll see if we have brains by then. Uh, oh we'll see. God. We'll see where my brain's at. Who knows? We'll be, we'll be already moved at that point. I might have time on my hands or I might have nothing on my hands. Who knows? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that's all I have for now, guys. Just everyone that reached out, I, even if I didn't share what you had to say, I don't think it's not because I didn't appreciate it. It's just I had so many people reach out and I'm really thankful for you guys. And thank you so much for sharing your story. And I mean, if if you're in a similar situation or you want to talk about it, like we're here. Yeah. Um, like I already mentioned, there is a Facebook group that we all talk about not having kids. And it's generally like the most wholesome group I'm part of. Because there's, like, no judgment there at all. Yeah. So, Yeah, it's one of the Shane, better ones. You, I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Shane, do you have any last closing thoughts, last remarks? Yeah. Um, it's your choice. Make it. Mm-hmm. Don't let other people be the ones that tell you how to live your lives. Don't let your parents don't pressure let you into having you. children. Yeah, don't let people bully you into life decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's your body, your choice. That's what it calls that out. It's, it's we, literally we can't one put that on a shirt that's already taken. Oh no, no, no! I am full support of that movement, though. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely it. It comes down to if you want children or not. That's literally comes down to your it's choice. your body, your choice. At that point, it's you and your partner's decision if you want to have a child or not. Yeah, yeah consent. What? Your grandparents asking you if you're okay with them not being able to meet their great grandchildren, and then you just look at them and say, "Am I not enough?" Hey, or you just stop visiting them, or you just stop visiting them. Yeah, or you have to have your mom tell them that they're not allowed to talk about it at the dinner table anymore. <laughs> or make comments about it on Facebook, Dad. But yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, Please don't forget to leave a review for us on Apple. Um, Spotify allows you to rate our podcast as well. So please help us out with the um, algorithm overlords to help us out. So, all right. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you all in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to PS We Have Orders. If you want to reach out to us, please send us a DM on Instagram at PS We Have Orders Podcast. Or you can always shoot us an email at PS We Have Orders Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you can leave us a review wherever you listen, we'd really appreciate it. Until next time, guys.